Welcome to the TMB Women in Business podcast, created for the aspiring CEO. Every week, we provide you with tips on all things business and entrepreneurship. You'll hear from industry leaders on topics such as marketing, business growth, and branding. This podcast is hosted by Mahi Kola, the 16-year-old teen entrepreneur behind the Mindy Boutique, a luxe stationery company with a mission to change the world. Hi guys, welcome back to the TMB Women in Business podcast. This is the very first episode of our Behind the Business Teen Entrepreneur series. Once a month, we will interview a teen entrepreneur on their experience in building a business. Today, we will be interviewing Sophie Sajnani, 13-year-old CEO and founder of Tashin, German for art and bag. Toshin introduces a contemporary bag that has been artistically designed to bring fun and function into the lives of tweens and teens. For these multitaskers who value function but also appreciate style and self-expression, Toshin presents a daily accessory that brings the best of a spacious backpack, a travel-friendly messenger bag, and an uber-cool handbag all in one product. So let's get started with the interview. Hi, Sophie. Welcome to the TMB Women in Business podcast. Hi, thank you. So let's just get started. I My first question for you is what inspired you to start your own company? And with that, how did you get the idea and concept for your business? Um, I think that being in a community that supports young entrepreneurs in business really inspired me. Um, actually, at my school, they had this um, lady from the Beaverton Chamber of Commerce come and talk to us about the Young Entrepreneurs Academy. So then I got interested in that, but without even having you know this idea of Toshin, I signed up for it. And I was with a group of other teens that had that same aspiration. They didn't have an idea yet, but they knew they wanted to do something in business and really, you know, solve a problem. So I think having that mindset around me and being around um, people that supported me and could give me connections through this academy inspired me um, to not only create Toshin, but really go through with it. And I thought of Toshin because at my school, the lockers were really small. So I first thought, what if I could have a bag that could collapse into like a smaller size to fit into my locker? And then from there it evolved into, okay, wait, what if I had this also be a messenger bag, a handbag, you know, um, a backpack, something that teens can really utilize. And I think I first designed the product for myself. And then I thought, if, if you know, you have to like the product. And then it's easy to sell it to everyone else. It's easy to um, really make people excited about it if you believe in it. So I think that's kind of how I started. And then I grew. I started sketching out ideas and working with manufacturers. Yeah, it's really exciting. Um, I Having that community itself is, I think, it's so important because you can always rely on them for advice when you have questions or when you're struggling in a certain aspect of your business. You can always go back to that community because they can relate to you know the struggles you're going through, and that's something that we actually have at my school. I'm part of the incubator program there, and that group of 
um, also teen entrepreneurs is such an amazing group that I can always fall back on. And I think, like, as you said, um, having a like-minded group that you can go to is incredibly useful in starting your own business. Um, I'd love to know kind of what was the process of designing and manufacturing and going through that iterative process because a lot of people listening to the podcast might be interested in starting a product-based business but you know product-based means you really have to make sure your product is high quality for your customers to be satisfied so what was that process yeah, like so it was actually it started out in a cafe and I was just sketching the ideas with pencil and paper right and I think when working with a manufacturer to produce any product it's very important to get a sample first. I was very ambitious in my design and um, being a part of that Young Entrepreneurs Academy, there's an investor panel, you know, where we could raise money for our business. And I wanted to have all my bags ready to go. But first I had to say, wait a second, you know, you have to get that sample and make sure this is what I really want before I start doing a mass production and doing press releases. So I think that taking it slowly and really communicating your ideas clearly to your manufacturers important in the process. Yeah, I can definitely agree. We had some um, planners actually manufactured at local manufacturers, so it's much easier, but communicating overseas can be really hard. And that first prototype is essential to ensure that your design is exactly how you want it before you get, um, you know, like 200 up to 500 made. So uh, my next question is, what's the story behind your company name? Because it's such a unique name, and I think that story actually defines a lot about your company, yeah, and I'd so love to hear it. Passion is German for art and bag. It is a double meaning uh, translation, and uh, my heritage includes some German in it. So I really wanted to incorporate that, too, in my design and have something that was different and unique. Um, yeah, I really love your name. And I think that story is really incredible that you had that like heritage touch. Mm -hmm. My third question is, tell us about the biggest struggle you faced in growing your business and what you learned from it. I think the biggest struggle definitely was credibility. When you're reaching out to businesses and social media influencers to collaborate, you have to have some sort of credibility for them to trust you and take you seriously. And with, you know, digital and all, everyone's kind of taking the next step, you know, you have to have some sort of thing that sets you apart and it has, you know, you kind of have to have an achievement or some sort of success, especially being a young entrepreneur, you have to be invested into your business. Um, and also with that, being a not young entrepreneur is time because, you know, you have to go to school, you have extra other extracurricular activities. So definitely, especially 2018, I learned so much about like time management and balancing everything and focusing and prioritizing and not spending like 10 hours on my homework, you know? So yeah, that's definitely some of the challenges I faced. I can completely relate to that. I know exactly what it's like when you're the youngest person in the room and you have to act as if you were, you know, a 25-year-old entrepreneur when you're pitching, when you're talking with investors, even though you are at such a young age, you have to really believe in your brand, as you said, and kind of project yourself as if you're much older because 
investors know that and they find that you might not be as credible as a teen entrepreneur because you haven't spent as many years in the industry as they have. But I think being a teen entrepreneur has so many advantages, including the fact that even if we're making decisions with real people's money, we're able to make mistakes and learn from them without as big of a consequence as if we then if we were um, entrepreneurs who are, you know, in their mid 20s or something like that. So I think being a teen entrepreneur comes with so many advantages, but the disadvantage there of being um, always, you know, the youngest in the room and not being taken as seriously definitely makes sense. And you also touched on the point that you have to have traction. You have to have Mm -hmm. some form of success that you can show to investors. And getting that itself really takes a while because you have to be uh, putting yourself on social media. You have to be building a brand when other people like your peers are, you know, just studying for their next calculus quiz or something like that. And I can completely understand what that's like. Um, Yeah. (laughs) So my fourth question is, what is the biggest piece of advice you would give to someone looking to start their own business? Well, I have two pieces that kind of go along with each other. Mm-hmm. First, I would say that you can't be afraid to put yourself out there. But with that, kind of the people at your school might be like, wait, why are you doing this? Like they don't, maybe they don't see the value in it right now, you know? Um, so I think that you really have to have to want to stand out. And then the second thing I would say is that you can't be afraid to ask for it. Like I would be on vacation, I remember in California, and like we'd have to stop at a cafe so I could add something to my business plan. So I was really invested in that, but I also was not afraid to ask for that large amount of money. And I was, um, I was rewarded with that money too. And um, also selected to go to a national competition. So I think that asking for it is so important. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Um, I think I personally, I have also experienced like getting into retail stores and just asking. It's so scary because you sometimes you kind of take a step back and you're like, I'm fi- or you know 13. I'm a teenager. I'm 15 years old. What am like? Who am I? You know to ask. A retail store but that's kind of what makes your business so special it's you've made all distraction you've built this following you've built a brand and a business at such a young age and um, even though you might be scared to do it even if you get denied the first couple of times there will be someone who finds the um potential in you and wants to invest in you and they will help you out so i completely agree with just keep on like you know pushing and always ask for what you want because sometimes either you're scared to or you don't think you're fit for the role but you never know who could end up uh, you who you could end up working with and how they could affect your business and the future of your business We're actually filming this on January 1st, so let's hope 2019 is the year for us. Mm -hmm, Definitely. (laughs) Um, Thank you so much, Sophie, for such an amazing interview. So where can listeners find you and more about your company? Yes, so you can find us on Instagram, which is at Tosh and Bags, or you can go to our website, which is ToshandBags.com.
So I will have both of those links in the show notes if you guys are interested in learning more about her company and maybe picking up one of her bags. But again, I want to say thank you once more. It was, was such an amazing interview and um, I'm sure all the listeners learned a little something about how to be an entrepreneur at such a young age. Thank you so much for taking the time to do this. Yes, thank you for having me. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of the TMB Women in Business podcast. Check out our Instagram where we provide you with the answers to all the questions you have about entrepreneurship. If you want to join a community of like-minded entrepreneurs where I give case-by-case advice to you, join our Facebook group. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you listen. If you're listening to this episode on our YouTube channel, subscribe and leave a comment. Thank you so much for your support and I'll see you guys next week with even more business advice.